thank you for sticking around. Let's get into this right away. You ready, Massey? Yeah, so sorry, yeah. guys. Again, yeah. um, if you guys didn't hear us before, go to our website. You guys can find out more information, theselfevidenttruth.com. I'll put the link in the description below. Uh, and thank you again for tuning back in with us. Please share with your friends again. Please reshare this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't help technical difficulties. Isn't it funny that we were talking about YouTube and Facebook restraining <laughs> us and restricting us, and then our audio cuts audio out. Audio cuts out, man. That's funny. There's always games. We'll keep we'll keep going. All right. Comment where you're from. That's awesome. Yeah. Slide number one. Let's do this. So, Supreme Court rules for churches in California. To lift some restrictions, notice the word I just used, some restrictions. They decided yeah. that the churches can go back indoors. Uh, let's go to slide two quick. We'll go ahead and go to the text right away. Slide yeah, two. This is frustrating. 6-3 decision granted relief to South Bay United Pentecostal Church of San Diego after lower courts had ruled that California's restrictions on worship, singing, and chanting in churches appeared to be legally justified, reports the Los Angeles Times. Under California's blueprint for reopening, counties in the purple tier states cannot hold indoor church service. According to state data, more than 40 million people live in purple tier counties. What the Supreme Court ended up deciding was, well, they can still meet indoors. The funny thing is they still held some restrictions. So let's let's go actually right to slide three. Judge's position. So I'm going to read this out and we're going to discuss this because... Yeah. Massey and I were talking before this. Yeah. Not yeah. not not that you didn't know, but we said it. We warned you. I love this dude. We got people in Ohio. We have people Beautiful. from from uh Florida, all that stuff. Please reshare this video, guys. Seriously. Uh we got from people from the Pizzle. <laughs> Port St. Lucie. Pizzle. That's great. Please PSL. share the video. Share the video now. Yep. Uh get it back out there. We need that viewership back I, up. I know so. we've had LA, I know we've had the UP of Michigan. Um that's Texas. phenomenal that's We've phenomenal guys thank you so much for sharing uh let's get back all at right it. so slide three justices neil gorsuch and clarence thomas argued in a concurring opinion that the 25 percent threshold should be scrapped as well notice that it wasn't along with the limits on singing alito argued for giving the state 30 days to prove such restrictions necessary and if they couldn't the attendance and singing restrictions would be dropped entirely on the other hand hear this on the other hand Amy Coney Barrett, in her first written opinion, with which Brett Kavanaugh concurred, argued that the church hadn't adequately shown the ban on singing was discriminatory toward churches. As such, wrote Barrett, a ban on singing and chanting in houses of worship could continue to legally remain in effect in the state as the church hadn't shown sufficient evidence that the rule wasn't neutral toward them. Is anyone hearing what was just said and dissented? We said this from the jump. Like... Just because they be they okay, I'm gonna be honest. Let's and I always am. Um, when people are behind everybody and everybody's behind it, that scares me. Mm-hmm. When people are like, Oh my gosh, Amy, Co- Amy Coney Barrett's the best thing that happened since sliced bread. I didn't feel like that at all. What was her record? What was her history? People were like, Well, she's a family woman, she's adopted. It doesn't matter to me what she does in her private life, and it does as far as morality goes, which I'm not saying she's not moral. I'm saying, what has she done constitutionally? Yeah. And for you to say that churches are, aren't being discriminated, we didn't, you didn't show sufficient evidence that they're being discriminated. You are silencing them from government. That's the First Amendment. Yeah. Government cannot pass laws to silence people from worshiping God. How do, what do you mean you're not showing sufficient evidence? Yeah, absolutely. And when we covered this on, uh, we did a podcast on Amy Coney Barrett. Basically, our conclusion was, she looks good on paper, 
but we kind of want to wait and see what happens. And this is why, because I, I think she's missing the forest for the trees and she's getting stuck in. And I don't even understand. I'd have to look through her whole written opinion to really understand where is she coming from constitutionally on this? Because it's kind of hard to determine constitutionally that you can stop people from singing. That is one step away from stopping people from talking. Think about that. But How is that not stopping them from talking? Listen to the opinion. They said, well, we can't restrict you from gathering for worship. But no chanting and no singing. So let, let's just let's just get this straight. Listen, let, just listen to the thought process here. First off, the state of California usurped their authority by the Supreme Court saying you could not stop houses of worship. Why was this done a year later? Why is this decision coming down a year later? Yeah. Why did it take a year for them to hear it? For them to tell the state of California you've usurped your authority? One. Second, just, just a thought process. If you can't stop people from going into a church, how are you going to restrict them from singing? Are you going to have guards posted at your church doors? Uh, can anybody say dictatorship? That's not a republic. That's not America. No. And that that 25% number, it, it's still floating there. The 25% is still there. So great. You can meet indoors, but you still can only have 25% capacity, which is lower than everybody else. You're, you're telling me that they went out to Home Depot and said, now 25%. Don't forget. They went out 100%. to Walmart, 25%. Don't forget. But it's the churches. Yeah, guys, share this video right now. Forgive us. We had to cancel the other one and start this one. Please share this video with your friends. Uh, we, 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 we want to get this information out there because guess what? We have answers. We're not just talking about the problems. We really are bringing the solutions, and you can do something. So, again, back with this thought process. Let's just get the thought process and, going. And the, the egregiousness of Barrett and Kavanaugh of what they said was bad. Um, but then there were the dissenting opinions, which it was Kagan, Breyer, and Sotomayor. They deferred to the state in a dissent, accusing the majority of displacing the judgment totally. of scientists, exceeding <laughs> the role of the judiciary, <laughs> exceeding the role of the judiciary, and, and engaging in armchair epidemiology from the court. Screw your constitution. It's the scientists. It's all about the scientists. Let me tell you guys something. Well, you already know. I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Um, scientists literally have to reject each other's work to have science. Like, that's what yeah. they do. They challenge each other's work consistently. Right? Trying to prove things wrong. Exactly. It's supposed to be proving hypothesis. A hundred percent, which is fine. I'm totally down with you saying, hey, we're not exact on this. We don't know. So we can't just start arbitrarily. When they're flat out saying this is fact, this is true, this is what we're doing. That is a very absolute statement to make by people for the most part when they're scientists if they're not godly hate absolute so all of a sudden they have absolute power and authority to make these you guys see what i'm saying they're the ones saying well god doesn't exist because there's no absolutes but they're absolutely sure that this covid stuff and this mask stuff works wait four masks or three masks four masks three masks a hundred it doesn't matter to me Which now, they're gonna, official now, now they're gonna tell you don't even open the box just make sure you tape it around your head and just leave a cardboard box <laughs> with all the masks yeah. in there i'm not kidding my, my solution is plastic bags so um i am not a scientist i'm not a doctor but i think a plastic bag is probably the perfect way for you to keep yourself safe right hey, we're, we're kind of at that hey, point hey i'll tell you i'm not recommending it that's not my medical advice but but boy, nothing will get in or out, right? Right, and it's like even if you go like a friend, my my brother in law, he's he's uh, he posted something online, and he said if I can wear a mask and I can smell the person's cologne six feet away, do you think that these masks actually work? Yeah. And I was like, that's a great point. 
or when they were doing the New Year's New Year's Eve ball drop. Do you guys remember that when the dancers were out there, they had the masks on and you could see their breath going in and out? Nothing was really being protected. I mean, all these things, you guys just do your own <laughs> so homework. Terrible. Do your own homework. <laughs> do your own research, guys. I'm telling you, the only thing that's going to work right now, a lot of people ask me this. A lot of people ask, what do we do? It's called resistance. Yeah. The only thing you can do right now is peacefully resist until they start taking you to the courts. That's the only place you're going to win. Yeah. Now, is this a good opinion? No, but it's a step in the right direction, right? And before, because I'm everybody's like, no, we got to go get guns and get bloody. No, we don't yet. We don't. We can win this in the courts. Problem is no one ever takes it to the courts. Yeah. You know what I noticed yesterday? We were in Walmart, me and my wife. We went to Walmart. We were legit the only two in there without a mask. Dude, everywhere right? I go, everywhere I, I go, it's I'm masked. the only one. Right? And dude, I, 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 this is going to come across as mocking, and I'm not intending it to, but I'm just going to say it because it's on my heart too. I'm seeing dudes wearing shirts with the flags from Nine Line, you know, which yeah. company, I love that company. Uh, Nine Line, you know, Freedom, Can't Take It From Me, all these other shirts wearing their masks, like just being compliant. Yep. They'll tell me I'm being safe, just being compliant because the government said so. Right. Not even thinking about anything else. And like we're in there and they offered us masks at the front. I didn't. I rejected. Right. The only thing you can do now is resist and resist and do it well and just know your facts and know yeah. the Constitution and say, you don't have the authority as a scientist to do this to me. The city does not have the authority to shut down a business like that. It doesn't show me their power. You if you can confront them, tell me, show me your power. Show me the authority that you have to shut down a business based on theory. Yeah, you don't have it. And here's another step that we can take, and then we'll get into the next topic. This is something I've been thinking a lot about. Is thank you, we, Thomas. What's up? He said uh, uh, there's absolutely no consensus in science. He's yeah. right. No, there isn't. It, it, it'll always change, and it's actually kind of dangerous when you have a early consensus because it tends to be misguided, and and it tends to get proven wrong. That happens time after time after time because guess what? The consensus becomes one thing and then new information comes out to contradict that, which then the consensus goes against that contradicting 100%. information. percent Says you're wrong. You can't go that way. When in actuality, the contradicting information was more right than the consensus. Anyways, one of the things that we can do in order to start changing this and we have to do this early is the grassroots movements of getting people out of office who are supporting this stuff. It's time for us to start realizing that we can organize and get those people out, whether it's your local, whether it's your state, whether it's your country. And we have to stop deciding that, well, I work and I've got a family, so therefore I'm just not going to get involved in any of this. Totally. There's no reason you can't sit on a school board or you can't sit on a county commission. You can't run for your state's legislature. There's no reason you can't do that or at least find people who are willing to and support them wholeheartedly. We need to be sweeping these people out of office. Yep. Sweep yep. them out. Yep. Get them all out. I would love to see a complete Republican tidal wave switch out on the, on the midterms. I would love to see Mitch this McConnell finally get out of this office. Is great. If you go to the chat, uh, Kristen, you'll see these comments. These are great. Uh, Todd just said, if 90 to 95% of people wearing masks in public, uh, then how come the virus is still spreading? Could it be that compliance. masks? Could it be that masks <laughs> don't work? Because again, it doesn't matter where you are. People are still wearing them. People are still doing this. Um, they're even talking about once you get the vaccine, you still have to wear this. Yeah, well, and you have social the, distance. Right, and social distance. And, and. If you had, if you've gotten it before, you only need one dose of the vaccine. Do they even know what they're talking about? No, they don't. They, they have no and, clue. And what 
what Todd's pointing out that I wholeheartedly agree with is it frustrates me is I'll see everybody wearing a mask in a store, in a gas station, whatever. And like, I'm the only one. But then I hear other people complaining, well, the cases aren't going down because people aren't complying with That's the a, masks. Oh my it's like, gosh. Everybody's complying with them. <laughs> Everybody is. I don't know. You, you got like 95% compliance. How many people do you need complying in order for the exactly, masks to be exactly. effective? We're kind of, we're, 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 no, we're on the topic, but we're off the topic. Here's the thing. Church, listen to me closely. Share this with your pastors. You don't have to shut your doors. And I'm telling you as a Christian, don't. Here's why. In a pandemic, we need you to go out there, lay hands on the sick, and, and let them recover. We need you to be the voice of God out there in the streets. Similar to what Sean Foyt is doing right now, similar to what you're seeing all across the country, pastors are sick of this, and you can be a part of that change. You could be the one saying, look, our sheriff is, is, is a tyrant. Fine. Vote that sheriff out. And you know what? Maybe, pastor, find someone in your church that could run for sheriff that's trusted in the community, that knows his constitution or her constitution, that will run for sheriff and actually be a voice of reason. Now's the time. I do think yeah. we got to do this here eventually, and I just had this on my heart. We're going to set up a class where we can teach people how to run for public office. Yeah. That's our next step here. And and one of the things that I want to do along with that is for us to start approaching it with, let's start picking out people who, if they are running, that not endorsing, but giving suggestions of where can we have an effect? And this is where people around the country really comes into play. So if you're not in the local Florida area, we really need to start communicating together of like, Who's good and who's not good in your area? Who can you lift up for office and who do you need to take out? And we can start really communicating this stuff of how do we do grassroots effort? Because guess what? Progressives have us beat by decades on this. I'm whole telling stuff. you, man, they, and but they were doesn't smart. doesn't mean we can't do it. Exactly. They were smart. When we slept, when we just didn't, we were we were too busy we're talking. Comfortable. We were. And, and, you know, again, that's not blaming. I'm not blaming anybody. I, I hate it when people say we're just useful idiots. That is bull crap. I'm tired of hearing that. We're not. People need to be educated. I'm telling you, you don't need a majority to win. So what we need to do is do what they did. We need to go back and claim those seats that we just let go because we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't think about mayors. We didn't think about county councils and, you know, city councils. We didn't think about that stuff. Now we have. Yep. This really helped us. This whole pandemic thing made us all see, dude, there's our duty. If you're trying to figure out what you should be doing and you don't have a voice, now's your time to get a voice. Get on that school board. Get on that county commission. Get be a, Become a state senator. I'm telling you, become a sheriff. Something. Yeah. You can get involved and your voice can change something. And if you protect your territory, your local territory, and you change it for God, then you can start working outwards. Protect your territory. You can be active in your own territory, whether it's even just your kid's school. Could you imagine if the school board was filled with people who were God-fearing Christian people? If your whole school board had God-fearing people on it, how much of like the 1619 Project and critical race theory and all of that do you think would really make it through in your school system? Exactly. So now you've exactly. protected your kids. You've protected the next generation from all of this. So now you can start looking, okay, what is our government doing? Our local Come government, on, are they too, putting in too many restrictions? Are they yeah. being oppressive? Well, let's get them out of office yep. and put ourselves in office. Yeah. The thing is like the church, you are the body. You, if you are organized, you cannot be stopped. You cannot Ooh. be stopped. Preach. All you have to do Preach. is get together. And that's that's something that's been talked about in this local area is churches, you need to start getting together. You need to start organizing, coordinating. I don't care about the small quips. I don't care about the controversies between you. 
Get it done and over with. Stop 100%. causing dissension between each other and get united. Because once you get Bingo. united, Bingo. you cannot be stopped. Exactly. And you know what? It, and Jenna just said this. It's dangerous to be quiet in these times. Listen, I don't love you if I'm not telling the truth. I'm not love you if I'm not out there standing against corruption. I don't love you enough as an American, just as a person. If I'm supposed to love my neighbors myself, now's the time to get involved. So this whole church thing, guys, I'm telling you, it'll stop if you stand. It yeah. will. What yeah. are they going to do? Arrest all of you? All 500? Where are they going to put you? What are they going to do? Are they going to impose fines? So what? What are they going to do? Shut down your church? Then what? You got to go outside and do worship? Resistance is the best thing you can do. The reason why they get away with it is because you don't resist. Yeah. And I'm saying for, for those who haven't, for those of you that have, praise God, you're doing your job. You're doing what an American should do. Is resistant godly authority. This is ungodly what they're doing. I'm telling you, it's anti-American. It's anti-constitutional. It's wrong. Go ahead. Let's move on to slide four. So we're going to cover. Man, this this today's going fast. Come on, dude. Who needs the Super Bowl? Let's just we have did, a four-hour podcast. We did two. We did do two videos. <laughs> just to be just to be fair. True. 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 Good point. So, an MSNBC anchor uh, floated the idea of drone strikes. Uh, Wallace notes. <laughs> dude todd just said this i gotta i gotta stop yeah, for go a minute. For it. i think if we had open carry people would stop harassing people who carry that aren't masks just saying <laughs> yes it's so true um, strength amen body needs to rise up praise god yep. and there are leaders that are standing up and, yeah. and, and we agree with you guys guys seriously this is you awesome. got to get behind those leaders yep. keep sharing this keep commenting guys we we love that thank you so, so much wallace notes there's a bulletin released to all law enforcement earlier this week that there is, until the end of April, because for some reason that's what matters, a persistent threat of domestic extremism, domestic terrorism carried out in the ideology and around this belief that the election was fraudulent, that the COVID restrictions are unnecessary. We're extremists. How, how is that We're extremists. How, how is that terrorism? It just is. Don't ask no, questions. No, no, no. How? Don't ask questions. Comment below. How is that terrorism? <laughs> if you're not agreeing with us right now, how is that terrorism? Can anybody tell me? And how do you know it's still April? Who's putting this in your head? All, Where are you getting this from? Yeah. All of those ideas pushed by Donald Trump. It, it all goes back to Trump. Uh, let's go to slide five. So the deadline White House host then said, but my question for you is around incitement. We had a policy and it was very controversial. It was carried out under the Bush years and under the Obama years of attacking terrorism at its root of going after and killing, and in the case of Anwar Al-Awlaki, an American, a Yemeni American, with a drone strike for the crime of inciting violence, inciting terrorism, Wallace stated. Mitch McConnell was in the Senate then. He was in the Senate after 9-11 too, the MSNBC anchor said. How does Mitch McConnell, who understands that the way you root out terrorism is to take on, in the case of Islamic terrorism, kill those who incite it? How does he not vote to convict someone that he said on the floor of the Senate incited an insurrection? Let me ask this question. Are you saying a drone strike on a former president? Is that what you're inferring here? Gun control for thee, but not for me. Drone not, strikes for me. Right. And somehow they have the moral code to say that we, we, need, gun, we need drone strikes. We're justifying drone strike. Can you imagine if a conservative said this drone strike? Can, can you imagine? Oh my gosh! You want to talk about real people who incite insurrection? Is those saying go ahead and march in the streets? That's not vandalism. That's a protest. Yeah, that's inciting violence. Private dude. destruction of private property is private property is less important than lives. So therefore, destruction of private property is okay. 
Notice they don't care when your stores are burned and looted. They care when a couple hundred people run into the Capitol building and take a podium. Unbelievable. They care about that. They will put thousands of National Guard soldiers out in front with walls when that happens. But your businesses, nah, they don't care about that. And if you think about it, they declared martial law in in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Right. But they they refuse to do it in Portland, which still has riots and protests. And the cops are bad. But when they enforce law enforcement, it's good. Are you guys seeing this? We just want you to start thinking critically. Right. And again, the only way it's going to be resistant. And some of you will say, well, the election got stolen. Also, cool. Okay. Let's run down that line. So what? So what? It's time for the local now to do it. I'm telling you, there's something that I'm telling you, it's the Lord. It is the Lord. He's making us focus on our own backyard first. When we do that, we can go national. He's making us focus on the backyard first. I'm telling you. So God's God's faithful, dude. And he's doing it. He's exposing things we didn't know before. Go ahead. So let's go ahead and go right into, since it's 35 after, let's go into HR 127. We'll, we'll, we'll cover the other news bit next week. Um, it's about the teachers union, but it, it kind of relates to COVID. Sorry, guys. Want, we're Yeah, we're getting through. It's all good. So HR 127, I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, there hasn't been a whole ton of news. Conservative news has finally started covering it. Um, because we only do once a week podcasts, we couldn't cover it when I first found out about it. Um, but... <sighs> let's get into this because if you haven't heard about it, this is something we need to talk about. And it's kind of scary of it is. how easily this could go. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, it'll never pass. Don't be so sure. And, and I'm not calling that person out in front of everybody. I'm just, I'm just saying like, if you think, oh, this will never pass, don't be so sure because Democrats have a good control of the house. So all they need is party line vote. And they get this through the House. And then the Senate is 50-50. And all they have to do is squeeze Manchin to not vote with the Republicans on this thing. And then you've got a 50-50, which which Harris splits the break, which means then H.R. 127 goes into law. And when we go through this, you're going to see why this is a really scary piece of legislation. And I have had Facebook arguments about this thing. Because automatically the 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 accusations come out. Oh, you're just you're scared because you're going to get put on a registration, or or you're scared just because you're going to have to have a license. Yep. We'll talk about that. Yep. But let's get to the beginning. This bill was introduced by Sheila Jackson Lee. It's looking to severely limit the Second Amendment. This provides the framework needed that the federal government can take over registration, licensing, policing, and enforcing. Federal government. Stop. Let's go extreme. I'll go extreme. Let's do it. What happened last time governments did that, where they took over the registration of these types of things? What happened last time? Can anybody say Germany? Australia? It does not end with just registration. Bro, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This this is where this is what they wanted the whole time. Here, I'm going to go off on a little tangent so we can get back on this. This is what we were trying to say the whole time. If you allow a president to use executive orders to get this crap done, they will use executive orders to push their agenda. If you don't like them and you don't agree with them, I'm telling you, the more power you give a president, and I'm not saying this is presidential, I'm going with a point here. They will then on the other side, use those same orders to get their agenda across, right? Now you're seeing, shoot, we got all three, we got all three branches now. Game on. Let's do it. Do you guys know that the Senate, 
the judiciary and the executive were never, I'm sorry, the Congress, like the, the, the legislative, the executive and the judiciary were never supposed to agree. No. The whole idea of checks and balances was they were never supposed to agree because it didn't matter about your party. It mattered about the constitution. Now notice what's going on. It, there's no disagreement now. And it catches me when people say, oh, there's just so much gridlock in Washington. Good. I want gridlock. I don't want things to move fast yes. in Washington. What did they say about Ted Cruz? I'm not saying I'm not saying I would have voted for him or anything. I think he's great now. I really do. But uh, he, they said if if Ted if Ted Cruz gets in office, nothing will get done. Good. Great, perfect. I, I actually I have a solution for this, and it's a win-win. Now you may say we can't give this much to those senators and those congressmen, but just hear me out. Here's my solution: win-win for everybody. Congress only meets for a week at the most through the year. Keep them their salary, do what they need to do, but they're only allowed to meet for a week. Heck, you could even make red uh, limitations on how many bills they can pass. But a week, nothing more. How much do you think gets done? How much do you think gets done? But they get a cushy job, they get a paycheck, they get to hang out for 51 weeks of the year, and we don't have to worry about them for 51 weeks. It's just just a thought, you know, something we could float. I think they would pass it. But anyways, let's look at Sheila Jackson Lee. This will be good. So, so after firing an AR-15 once, she claimed, I believe there will have to be an emergence of oh, members of the House this is good. flooding the United States Senate for Senator McConnell to understand that these initiatives today, my gun storage bill, my bill that I've introduced dealing with the caliber weapon, I've held an AR-15 in my hand. I wish I hadn't, PTSD. She continued, it is as heavy as 10 boxes that you might be moving, and the bullet that Stop. is utilized. Oh, gosh, I love this bullet part, but go ahead. No, 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 no. Go keep, ahead. Going, keep going, keep going. This bullet that is utilized, a 50 caliber, these kinds of bullets need to be licensed and do not need to be on the street. Okay, I want everybody to stop. And just, 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 just pause. Just pause and facepalm for us. Okay, you facepalm. Go ahead. Um, has anyone held an AR-15? <laughs> Ten boxes for Ten moving. Boxes. My my laptop seems to be heavier <laughs> than the than an AR-15, right? If you've ever held one before. So if Gosh, you I wish I if, wish Kevin was here. If you haven't, it runs, I think, like six and a half to seven pounds on average. <laughs> on average, right? And mind you, a 50 caliber bullet is is probably about that Dude, big. 50 cals were used <laughs> in World War II, like on planes. A, a 50 caliber will go through armor. What an AR-15 tends to shoot is a 223, right? 223 is about about that. That's big. right. About 223. Yep. You're right. And so, or the NATO 5.56, 50 cal. This is a woman who does not understand guns. I held an AR-15, and I wish I hadn't. Listen to me. That is not mocking. Okay, what they're doing is mocking you. Good point. They are. They're mocking yeah. you right now, saying you're less intelligent than they are, because that is the most bogus statement I have heard on guns so far. And here's why. You never want to make law based on emotion. Which what is that, exactly what this is. Exactly. And this has been happening for a while now. So this isn't just regulated to, 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 to Democrats, whatever. When you make law based on emotion, you end up singling out people that don't need to be. Mm -hmm. But when you make a law based on principle, in other words, like, uh, what's, what's a good, what's a good stoplights, right? Everybody can agree. We need stoplights. We need some kind of order in the chaos. There's nothing wrong with that. I get it. Right. Do, do, do I think seatbelts maybe? No. I mean, you, you should be able to make that choice, but stoplights I can agree with gun control. What about all those children that have been murdered? What about all those homes that have been protected by a gun owner? Mm -hmm. What about all those people that have been saved from a robbery because of a gun owner? 
See, what happens is they base it on emotion. They say, we have to pass it because of this. That is the worst thing to do. And anybody that knows making decisions based on emotion is the worst thing to happen in a relationship, not principle. And it's proven by the fact that it's named after a Pakistani exchange student who was killed by a school, school shooter in Texas. And they'll do that. They'll attach a name to it to make it emotional. Make it like, oh, you're voting against this student who was killed in a very tragic situation. Emotion. They They're do. playing on emotion. And that's what the whole gun control debate is about, is emotion. Is People are getting killed, so therefore, the law-abiding citizen needs to be oppressed. And you can say, oh, it's, it's for people who break laws. Show me in Chicago where those laws are helping us or in Baltimore. Thank you, dude. Think about it. Or in Detroit. And these are democratically run states. Tell me where those gun control measures are happening well. And those same governors will say, well, it's because we need more gun control. Dude, you guys don't even allow guns on the streets. There's more murder in your states than anything. And I'll, I'll go back to now the- uh, and I, I bet was, you any money they're wearing masks there though. <laughs> I'm serious. No, you're right. I, and I'll- when the audio was cut out, I was talking about the UK, where in the UK now they talk about banning steak knives because there's been so many knife attacks. You have to look at the heart issue. It's not about the tool. How used. long have we been saying it's that? Just Jim? the heart. How long issue. have we been saying that? How long have we been saying that? Has oh, nothing years, to do with the gun. It's the heart. Because you, you look, you look at a country like Switzerland where everybody is armed, very low crime. And I'm telling you again, when when. It's the heart. We preach this on Wednesday. When you remove the law from people's eyes, what happens? What does the Bible say? Where there is no law, there is no transgression. That's why they do what they do. There's no yeah. law. You take down the law, the moral law of God, just the Ten Commandments. Take the last six. You take that down from kids' eyes. What do they care if they lie, steal, cheat, steal, and cheat? Steal and cheat? What do they care if there's fornication running rampant right now? What do they care about a personal relationship with God? What do they care about a personal relationship with their own uh, family, with their own uh, sp uh, 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 girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever? There's no compact and there's no there's no unity anymore. And, and you remove the law and then we're like, why is this happening? Because you remove the law from their eyes. And, and this is where the scripture comes into play. So you'll say, or not you, but somebody might say, so therefore you need the law. In order for people to deter people from moving forward on doing what they want to do, because if the law is not in front of them, then honestly, they'll keep doing what they want to do. But it gets more to a heart issue, because if you look at Christ and when Christ came, Christ started talking about the heart. He said, look, it's not just you killing your brother. If you hate your brother, you've committed murder. Right. The heart issue, what's going on in the heart. So Christ said, look, the law is followed. It's fulfilled when the heart is right, not just the action or the conduct. If you look upon a woman with lust, you have committed adultery with her. Dude, dude. So this is good. You, when we look at these laws, we can't just say, well, we'll write more laws because that's exactly what the Jews did when they rejected Christ's message. They said, well, we need to keep putting in more laws. So all of a Dude. sudden, you can't ride an elevator more than one floor on the Sabbath. Is that physical or is that a heart issue of whether or not you're working on the Sabbath? 100%. What you're doing on the Sabbath. And so it's one of those things where like, we can put all the laws in the world that we want. But if we're not concerned about the heart, it's not going to do any good because people will always find a way. A hundred percent. If you think about this too, just think logically, right? Just you and I really think basic. Yeah. Don't 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 get philosophical. Just think logically here. Uh, so I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
government wants to control speech. Yeah, they do. That's what they want. They love Facebook censoring. They oh, love yeah. Twitter censoring. Yeah, because it silences all the dissenters. Right? We can't. We can't let people be domestic terrorists. And isn't it funny that they're talking about? You need to go through. You'll read more here on what we're going to read to you, and go through it. And this is not good. What they're doing. Because isn't it funny, whenever they present the problem, they always have the solution. Mm -hmm. I find it funny. They want to regulate speech. They want to regulate uh, our conduct, how we say things, what we say. We can't say certain words anymore. Comedians can't tell certain jokes, uh, all these things. But if you follow Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit would do that for you. Why is it that you won't let kids follow the Holy Spirit who inwardly will check you? Inwardly, you have a restriction, yeah. a restraint by the Holy Ghost. But you're going to force me by penalty not to, to, to obey your laws. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You won't give the kids Christ, but you'll give them your laws, which puts you in the seat of God. Do you see how dangerous it is, Christians? You guys who are on the left you, that are Christians that vote for this stuff, this is what's happening right now. Do you understand that? You that are on the right that believe government is God, that's what's happening right now. You're now in charge of uh, morality where that's God's job. And, that, and that's the problem here. And, and that's why we talk about this so much is like, we're for limited government. We're for rolling back restriction of law because Christ is the one who should be giving the direction on the choices you make and where your heart is at. You know, if if you're following Ephesians 4, and we, we use this example in presentations and stuff, if you're following Ephesians 4, you're being careful with what you say because you know how powerful the tongue is. James talks about how powerful the tongue is. It, it can set wildfires. Totally. And think about when you've said something that, that wasn't good and the compound effects that it has down and down, especially if like you, you tell a little piece of gossip and it gets out of control. So as a Christian, you realize yeah. where's your heart in speaking that gossip. So then you cut it off at the past and you cut it off at its origin source. And so what we're saying is you can put all of the gun laws in you want. It doesn't mean you'll make righteous people. In fact, you'll just create more things for people to buck against for you to be able 100%. to throw people into jail. And you know what? And you, you create a distrust in the other human because then you're like eventually like there's so many laws. I can't even be me anymore. Yeah. Right. And that's what's been happening now. It's like it's so crazy. They want you to commit sin. But when you're against sin, you're the hater. You're the terrorist. You're the one who hates people. You're the one that for some reason believes in some kind of fairy tale when it's a scientist for God's sake, listen to me. It's the scientists that are believing in fairy tales. They're letting you believe in fairy tales. They're putting this projection out there that we'll never get rid of COVID. God can heal. Yes, we can get rid of COVID. Yes, we can. And we've proven it. We've seen it happen time and again. That's crap. And they're just throwing this on the people. We'll never get rid of COVID. You know what that's doing in the mind of a just a nominal Christian who doesn't really believe in the gifts? It's just going to be here to stay. It's just, it is what it yeah, is. I mean, you can't I'm really do anything about it. wear my mask you know what and I mean? social distance. So no, it is fairy tale stuff. And I'm telling you, it's fairy tale stuff. And you know, people can get mad at us and that's okay. And I, I, I already understand that we're going to get questioned on this and that's fine. You can question us all you want, but my opinion is no different than yours. You have an opinion and I have an opinion. You don't have facts and you can say that I don't have facts. It doesn't matter. We're always going to do this. Yeah. Bottom line is I want to be free and you don't have the right to tell me not to be. Nobody does. Not even government. And I didn't elect you to take away my rights. That's it. Plain and simple. No person elects you to take away their rights. None. That is not the job of government. That is the problem with government. Every time government gets involved, they destroy things. And tell me one thing they're involved in right now that is working. Yeah. 
Yeah. Trump Trump didn't do enough for COVID. That's why a lot of people died. All of a sudden, Biden gets in office. Uh, let's change the way that we're testing people because we don't want any false positives. And, and CNN drops the counters, the, the COVID counting. They drop that. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. You know, did. And the, the whole narrative changes. So let's let's get into this. So slide eight. Um, let's look at some of the stuff that's on here. So and, and this is a summary of it. Um, the firearms license required. Uh, you must be 21. OK, in order to get a license, you have to in this bill, you have to have a license in order to have a firearm. There's no grandfather clause. There's nothing you know getting factored nine? in. Uh, it's eight. I messed up the numbering when I was. Doing oh, 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 cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you must be 21 to get this license. You have to complete 24 hours of gun safety Listen training to course. This. You must undergo a psych evaluation. Done, which, done by who? We'll, we'll get into in a little bit. But independent psychologists. Anyways. Hired by who? Exactly. So there's multi-tier license. You could get one for display of an antique firearm, a standard, or a military style. The military license requires additional 24-hour safety course. Licensing is revoked immediately for anyone indicated of a crime, which the sentence lasts longer than a year. Okay. Also, this is going to discriminate against those who have seen a therapist or had to get mental health treatment. Okay, victims of abuse, people with depression. Depression is specifically laid out in this. Veterans seeking care for PTSD. Depression and addiction are specifically mentioned, guys. Okay, plus the licensing itself is expensive. Okay, adding on to that, it requires an $800 annual government insurance fee. So you have to pay $800 a year just for the privilege of owning your gun. Wait a second. This is a Second Amendment right. This is your right. And now they are telling you, we're going to make it against the law for you to own a gun unless you have a license and pay an $800 a year fee. Question. Why do you have to pay the attorney general every year to own a gun if this is about them honestly trying to stop murder? Do you see... Follow the money. It always goes to government. They never have enough. Do you understand? That's exactly what's happening. This is why they want more control. They want your money. If they can't get it one way, they're going to find another way to do it. And they're doing it here. Like, honestly, if you think about it, people have been restricted to their homes. Yeah. Not allowed to go out. Not allowed to work. What you got to restrain my gun use for? What you got to restrain my gun use for? Think about it. This is crazy. Guys, I'm telling you, they got you in so many fights, so many things to nitpick out. There's so many distractions that we're not even thinking straight anymore. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. And they That's love good. it. That's good. They love it. Yeah. Mandatory nationwide firearms registration database. So all firearms owned shall be registered under penalty of up to $150,000 and 15 years in prison. So you have to register the serial, the make, the model, the date, the identity of the owner, and the location of where the firearm will be stored to be collected and maintained in a database by the U.S. Attorney General. Here's the Dude. best part. Here's the best part. Names and information of all those who may have access to the firearm shall be collected as well. This information to be accessible by state, local and federal police, military, as well as state and local governments and the public. It's going to be public knowledge. Because this is about safety, right? This is no longer about the Fourth Amendment on reasonable searches and seizures. They're just they're, now they're just doing it. OK, 
anybody that oh my gosh this is this is this is so hard to talk about because you know how like when you've been saying this for a long time yeah. people looked at you like a kook and you're like i'm not i just can see like 10 I years see ahead where they're going yeah and, and it's not prophetic i'm not claiming to be i hate it when people are like i see prophetically that they're going to take god no that just happens in a bad society okay i'm not claiming to be a prophet here the human condition the human condition will always lead to enslavement read the bible that's what happened to the children of israel consistently when they became despotic and they became immoral that's what happened but i do believe we're turning the tide so i'm not giving any false hope here or anything that's 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 it, wrong but find this out if we don't register our guns even though you and i have never committed a crime with our gun I get a $150,000 fine or 15 years in jail when a murderer can get off in five or if he does a plea, he can get off quicker five to 10 years. Yep. But if I don't register, if I don't pay my taxes, I get 20 years in jail. Oh, it happened to a friend of mine. That's why I'm saying. But you can murder somebody. It's OK. You can rape somebody, dude. They get off quicker. Yeah, heck, a lot of rapists get off a couple of years, whatever. And the beautiful part is it's it's available to all the public so now all the public knows whether or not you own a gun because if your name's on not on that registry and on that list well the good chance is you don't own a gun so really the people who are like i don't own guns i don't care about guns whatever do what you need to do you're now more vulnerable because now they know you don't own a gun and if, if i were going to rob a house man i'd be looking through that list going exactly they right, don't have dude. one they don't have one it's they don't exactly have one right. they don't want it. guess what i have one because i bought it on the black market oh, but you know what they're going to tell you we'll call the police wait the ones you wanted to fund and take seven minutes average if longer to get 10 there. minutes at least yeah. at least right think about this just think about what's happening right now just think through this think through the whole progression and government loves to write all this stuff and pass it overnight they never want you to think about it this is why they pass bills at five in the morning when they got them at two in the morning. This is why they do that. They don't have time to read it. But what, how, how many pages was the last uh, stimulus bill? They were complaining Goodness, about it. Man. Yeah, they couldn't even get even through remember. it. I, I think even AOC complained about yeah, it. Yeah, she did. She did. She was like, well, good for her. 2,000 pages. I can't even read this. Yeah. We're just going to pass it. Look what they're doing. I'm telling you. And guess what? It's the same people that are career politicians telling you that it's the politicians that are doing wrong. <laughs> the same career politicians, the ones that we got to vote out. They're, That's why you need to be involved in every single sphere of government yep, locally and, and get all of them out. That's right. Uh, so ammunition magazine ban, because then we're going to go to some quotes from our founders about the Second Amendment, because I think it's very important when they say, oh, well, the Second Amendment was just for militia, government sponsored militia. We're going to blow that out of the water and we're going to show you what the founders originally intended with the Second Amendment. But first, <laughs> ammunition and magazine ban. So not just ammunition, not just 50 cal, which. Lee thinks goes in an AK-47 AR-15. Anyways. <laughs> so it, it bans 50 cal and larger ammunition outright. You're talking like tank rounds? Is that what you're looking at? Which we can't even own right now anyway. Dude, I want a tank. Right? I do, dude. Arnold Schwarzenegger right? has one. You're going to take his Does away? he really? Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, owns, no. his, he, he owns his okay. original German tank. The one that he, he was in the military in, in uh, Austria. That's cool. He bought Good the one him. that he used to drive. Yeah, he Good brought it and him. had it shipped over. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> what a weird tidbit, yeah, but I know yeah, it. I know it. I like it. Because I'm a lifter. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. So keep moving. Uh, it bans all magazines that hold more than 10 rounds. So if you have a semi-automatic semi handgun, more than likely... Your magazine holds more than 10 rounds, which means it doesn't get grandfathered in. It's not acceptable. It's automatically a felony that you have that in your possession. 
Think about that. I mean, just think about yeah, this. Yeah, dude. Think about this. Is this, even if you're against guns, but you have some, I want you to think about the fact that the typical handgun is now a felony to have if this gets passed through. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's so funny that they're saying you're going to get, like here it says here, illegal ownership of even a single round of band ammo will result in $100,000 in fines and 20 years in prison Oh, for owning property. Yeah. Hold it. You can kill somebody with your car. But for owning property, they're fining you and putting you in jail. Think about this. And you right? have to you have to have a let license for that. Yeah, now. let me ask you a question. Can anybody just come into your house without you wanting them to? No, they can't unless they have a warrant. How are they going to do that? How are they going to enforce this? They hate. Listen to me closely. Because now's the time, where you, and it never should have not been the time for you to speak the truth. This is why we've been saying this. And I'm telling you, it's not perfect. It just, it's common sense. They are not American. They hate your constitution. They hate liberty. They hate God because he gives you liberty. And they don't want him to give you liberty. They don't want you to think for yourself. They don't. They want you tuning into what they want you to hear, like the MSNBCs and stuff like that. That's why they don't ban them for calling for freaking drone strikes on people who are domestic terrorists. But they'll ban a Mike Lindell who's exposing uh, uh, corruption in our election system. They'll ban uh, 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 President Trump, right, for inciting violence that others have done in the past. And they all, legit all he child... said was peaceably protest. Right. Beyond that, they're, they're literally allowing porn sites to happen. Ain't nobody getting rid of their servers. Nobody's getting rid of that stuff. And it's their private business. I doubt it. I bet you any money they get government money. Oh, yeah. I promise yeah. you they do. There's no way they can sustain themselves. Uh, Facebook stock dropped. What was it after Trump got banned? Was it Facebook or Twitter got dropped? Uh, Incredible. I know Twitter's stock dropped after. Because right. who cares about Twitter? Like tw Twitter is a dying website. That's what what's so outstanding to me is like the media props Twitter up as like the Facebook equivalent. But Twitter, it's dying. Nobody uses it. Nobody. You know what I mean. But Trump gets off. And all of a sudden, everybody's, well, there's no point in being on Twitter anymore. That's exactly. It, um, dude. One of the things before we get into these quotes that I want to cover on this is when you look at the Constitution, especially the first 10 amend amendments of the Constitution, those are protecting negative rights. Negative rights are something you have without having anybody else active in your life. A positive right is something where yep. you have to ask something of somebody to give it to you. Now, what they're doing is they're saying you must have a license in order to appreciate and enjoy your negative right. The negative right is for you to be able to protect yourself. So people will say, well, it talks about a militia. We're going to show okay. the quotes that say the militia are the common man. It's the people, not a standing army, which is unconstitutional. Okay. Okay. Just take this a step further, dude. I used to say this all the time and, and, and I heard it from an old uh, acquaintance of mine, but just listen to this. If, if, if you don't register and have a license, you're breaking the law. So if you get a license, it's permission to break the break law. The law. How come they create those laws and then give you permission to break it? Yeah. Food, You're, for, food for thought, dude. The thought of... Food for thought. That's too much government. The thought of you are now worthy to break our law. You're okay to break it. Everybody else isn't. So this idea of negative rights, we have to understand this because what they're doing and they're saying is, well, 
we're going to take away your negative right and we're going to control it unless we give you a license and then you can have that right back. How does this not move into freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, Come permits, on, permitting, permitting, freedom of assembly, freedom of religion? Now, all of a sudden, that's within the realm. You can say, no, 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 that'll never happen. How come now we're all of a sudden hate speech and controlling free speech is common conversation. Once they get rid of guns, they're going on to free speech. They're going to say, I'm sorry, but you need a license in order to be able to be an independent content creator on a website. Think about that. We may come down to where we have to get a license in order to be able to produce this. There's already licensing that has to happen in order for you to be on TV, on radio, all of that. Funny, that's a limit on free speech. And you know what happened? And let's be honest here, right? It was us conservatives that said, that's not the hill we want to die on. We did that for years. That's not the hill we want to die on. That's not the hill we want to die on. That's not the hill we want to die on. So the secularists are now teaching your kids in public schools. Abortions running rampant in the streets. We're donating literally millions upon millions, billions now of dollars to abortion industries. Now we're letting them take away our gun rights. Our election process is flubbed up right now. Uh, now they're opening the borders again. Right. And this is because we all said that's not the hill to die on. It's time to start dying on some hills, folks. And it's time to start pressing our elected officials to start dying on these hills. And if they look like freaks, you support them. Because you know what? Again, the Constitution means something to me. And it was blood-bought. That's a blood-bought statement. It's a blood-bought document. And Thomas Strzok is right. Jackson violates her oath against the Bill of Rights by introducing something like this. Just like any other politician violating their oath to the Constitution. Biden's already done it. Oh yeah. Let's get straight here. President Trump did too with some of his executive orders. This is why we're not for any side. We're for constitutionalists and Americans who want the law and want liberty again. I don't care what side you're on. I care about liberty. Shoot, Tulsi Gabbard sounds more sane than than (laughs) three quarters of Senate Uh right now. It's crazy. What I want to do, Massey, I want you and I to bounce back and forth on these quotes, right? Um, And and so on the notes, it's, it's just every quote mark is a different quote. Um, so we're going to read through these, and these are quotes by the founding fathers, right? So I'll read the first one, Massey will read the second, and so forth. So here's the first one. And these are by founding fathers, men during that time. A militia, when properly formed, are in fact the people themselves, and include, according to the past and general usage of the states, all men capable of bearing arms. To preserve liberty, it is essential that the whole body of the people always possess arms and be taught alike especially when young how to use them richard henry lee richard lee was from um, virginia richard lee was the one who introduced the original draft basically of our declaration it wasn't his original draft he was the one that actually said that that we should be totally dissolved from england this dude knew and understood freedom and liberty yeah uh and he knew what he was talking about there's tons of these quotes and i'll read a ton of them and i usually do when i'm doing my presentations but here's another one uh done by um where are we at here? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, George Washington. And, George Washington. Yeah. And that the said. Um, let, let's let, let, let's move on to. Oh, sorry, I dropped my sheet of paper. I apologize. And that the said Constitution. This is George Washington. I, I'm sorry, I dropped my my sheet here. And that the said Constitution never be construed to authorize Congress. Listen to infringe the just liberty of the press or the rights of conscience or to prevent the people of the United States who are peaceable citizens 
from keeping their own arms. Now, who is judging us to say that we are terrorists? Who is saying that? I haven't picked up a gun. Most Americans haven't picked up guns against each other. You're basing your domestic terrorism line. I just said this to a liberal when Joe Biden got elected, when he said that he called what happened was domestic terrorism, but not Antifa. She ended up telling me, well, he, 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 he condemned Antifa, not calling them domestic terrorists. He just said what they're doing is wrong and they should stop. But he called Trump supporters domestic terrorists. So listen close. They should never, uh, who are peaceable citizens from keeping their own arms or raise standing armies unless necessary for the defense of the United States or of someone more off or, or, or more of them to or to prevent the people from petitioning in a peaceable, orderly manner, the federal legislature for redress or grievances or to subject the people to unreasonable searches and seizures of their persons, papers or possessions. In other words, government was not meant to break its own constitution. Government was not meant to break its own Bill of Rights. It was meant to protect those Bill of Rights. The reason those Bill of Rights was written is because this isn't anything new that's happening right now. Everything that's happening now happened during the time of England ruling America. This isn't anything new. And guys, they had standing armies going into people's houses and looting and raping and things like that. We haven't gotten to that point yet. It was almost as bad as it is now. So this isn't anything new. Yeah. So I'll skip this next one because that's a repeat. Um, the Constitution preserves the advantage of being armed, which Americans possess over the people of almost every other nation where the governments are afraid to trust the people with arms. This was by James Madison. You got the next one. Yep. Madison also said the right of the citizens to bear arms in defense of themselves and the state shall not be what? Questioned. Shall not be questioned. Guys, this is Madison, y'all. Madison is the father. They consider him the father. I think of the First Amendment, the Constitution. This dude knew what he was talking about. It would never be questioned. Go ahead. George Mason. I ask, who are the militia? They consist now of the whole people, except a few public officers. Notice he said public officers. In other words, they were elected by those in public. So it wasn't just private officers that were hired on by a government. They were publicly elected. Before, and this is, uh, this is Noah Webster. Noah Webster was the, considered the father of the American education system. He was the one that wrote Webster's Dictionary, the first one in 1828. He said, before a standing army can rule, the people must be disarmed. Before a standing army can rule, the people must be disarmed. As they are in almost every kingdom of Europe, the supreme power in America cannot enforce unjust laws by the sword. Listen, the supreme power in America cannot enforce unjust laws by the sword because the whole body of the people are armed. Why are they working so hard to unarm you? Because the only way they can do their laws is by force or by your compliance or by your straight silence. That's the only way they can do it. That's what he's saying here. Listen to this. Because the whole people, the whole body of the people are armed and constitute a force superior to any band of regular troops that can be or any pretense raised in the United States. This was foretelling. These guys were foretelling this stuff because they just experienced it. Do you think they wrote this because it was just some idea? They just experienced it. They, they just, they had to steal ammunition and guns from the, from the British. They captured guns from them. Ammunition too. Guys, they use hymnals for musket wadding. You know the statement, give them Watts boys. There was an old statement called give them Watts boys. That's because they used to take hymnals from churches, read the hymnals, and use the paper for musket wadding. Are you hearing this? They used hymnals to fight a war. 
And God won for them. That's what this is talking about. They went through this by experience, and they won a battle they could not win. This should give you hope right now. They won a battle they had no business winning. And they did it with the power of God. And I don't care what any Christian says. They were right in doing it. Because God would never get me in a position where I'm supposed to be a slave. I didn't do this on my own volition. He loves liberty. He loves justice and righteousness. And what's happening right now is unjust and unrighteous. And God hates it. So James Madison, always remember that an armed and trained militia is the firmest bulwark of republics. That without standing armies, their liberty can never be in danger, nor with large ones safe. Notice that. With large standing armies, not safe. Okay. You got the next one. Yeah, I know. This is Patrick Henry. Give me liberty or give me death speech. You guys remember that? He said this. Are we at last brought to such a humiliating and debasing degradation that we cannot be trusted with arms for our own defense? Come on, dude. Listen to that. Are we at last brought to such a humiliating and debasing degradation that we cannot be trusted with arms for our own defense? Are we that stupid? and immoral that we can't be trusted with our own arms? What is the difference between having our arms in possession and under our own direction and having them under the management of Congress? If our defense be the real object of having those arms in whose hands they can be trusted with more propriety or equal safety to us and in our own hands, if our defense be the real object of having those arms in whose hands can they be trusted with more propriety or equal safety to us than in our own hands, he said. In other words, if this is about me being free, I'm the best person to trust with my liberty. Yeah. So here's this next one. It's a little bit longer. This is George Washington. And this is our last quote on this one. But I, I want you to you're, hear you're Washington's right, heart. My dad just commented. Thank you, Pops. He said that's it? how Hitler killed all the Jews. He took their guns so they could not yep. defend themselves. And, and Dude, that's right, Pops. There was information that, that I had originally researched and brought forward, but um, just because of the length of time, Thank like, you, there were there were laws that were specifically put in place at first, just kind of discounting the Jews out. And then as the laws got further and further along, they just named the Jews and say, no, nope, Jews can't have guns. George Washington, the spirit of encroachment tends to consolidate the powers of all departments into one. And thus to create whatever the form of government, a real despotism by unnecessarily parting with what ought to have been retained and by exciting jealousy, ill will, and a disposition to retaliate. It gives to ambitious, corrupted, or deluded citizens facility to betray or sacrifice the interests of their own country without odium, sometimes even with popularity. Gilding with the appearances of a virtuous sense of obligation, a commendable def deference for public opinion or laudable zeal for public good, the base or foolish compliances of ambition, corruption, or infatuation, ill-founded jealousies and false alarms kindles the animosity of one part against the other foments occasionally riot and insurrection. It opens the door to foreign influence and corruption, which find a facilitated access to the government itself through the channels of party passions. Thus, the policy and the will of one country are subjected to the policy and will of another. Dude. So when you let this happen, when you let this stuff start to work its way in, it won't end there. 
and it just gets worse. The decay starts from the inside and eats outwards. Dude, I have one final quote from someone we all may admire. We all know him from history, um, a poet. Bob Marley, he actually said this. I ain't kidding, but listen to this quote. Bob Marley said this. He said, it's better to die fighting for freedom than to be a prisoner all the days of your life. <laughs> better to die fighting for freedom than to be a prisoner all the days of your life. Think about that. Is he right? Abraham Lincoln once said, those who deny freedom to others do not deserve freedom themselves. Why? Because freedom costs that much. Your comfort means nothing when you're a slave. That's a false comfort. You don't have freedom. I want you to be free. We want you to be free. God wants you to be free. And so maybe it's laid on our laps right now to fight for liberty. Maybe it's on our laps to fight for our kids. Maybe it's on our laps to, as, as, as John Adams said, posterity, you will never know what it costs this present generation to preserve your liberty. He said, I hope you make good use of it because if you don't, I'll repent in heaven that it took half the pains to preserve it. Maybe it's on our doorstep now to 240 years later for us to be the ones to fight so that our kids don't have to go through bloodshed, that we could be the ones to fight this so that they don't have to go through the hardship. So we could be the ones to fight this so we don't have the excuse of Jesus is coming back soon because you don't know. None of us know. Everybody says it's the signs. Cool. Great. If he comes back, let him find you in his service. Let him find you. What is man that thou art mindful of him, Lord, the Bible says in Psalms? Who is, who is man that you're mindful of him? He sits in the heavens and laughs at these governments. He sits in the heavens and laughs at their plans, he says. Psalm 2. Think about it, man. Psalm 3. It's the Lord that fights our battles. Well, shoot, he also uses the people to fight with him. I'm telling you, these stories of, of David and Goliath and all these things, they're, they're stories, they're great stories, they're allegories of Jesus Christ, totally true. But David was in a war, many of them. Yeah. Joshua was in a war, many of them. Moses was in a war, many of them. The children of Israel, the 12 tribes, they were in wars, many of them. Okay, Wars have happened since the beginning of time. I don't want a bloody war. I want to win this thing with our knees and action. And we can do it. And there's there will be people who will say, why are you so concerned about freedom and liberty? We, we live in America. We live in freedom. We live in liberty. The reason we are so concerned about it is because we want you to have it. And when it's lost, it becomes a very bleak and dark time in life. We want you to be able to do what you want to do and the ways that you want to go. Now, the biggest thing is we want you to be able to follow Jesus Christ. We don't want hardship for you. We are just, we are so venomous about defending liberty because liberty is so important. It, it's something that makes life rich. It makes life great. We always talk about quantity of life. What good is life if you spend the next 40 years in slavery and servitude? It doesn't mean you can't have some type of life, but I want the most for you. The blessings of God in the Old Testament, when he gave blessings, think about the blessings he gave. A land filled with milk and honey, peaceable times, abundance, ripe fruit, massive ripe fruit. He, he talked about these things of, of peace and abundance and joy, a time of enjoyable life. Let me ask you this. 
when you have an amazing Thanksgiving dinner with family and friends, where you sit down and you enjoy this time together, think about that. That is a blessing. That is quality of life. Not quantity, that's quality. We want you to have the most quality life possible. And one of the things in order to be able to have quality life is be able to protect yourself, to defend yourself, to be able to walk freely and not have somebody telling you what steps you can take and what steps you can't, what property you can own and what property you can't, what words you can say, but what words you can't. And if you say, well, I really don't have anything to worry about because I always submit to the government, just remember that at some point the government will decide something you've done goes against what they say. At some point, your name will be on the list. And if you doubt me, let's go ahead and talk about oppressive, tyrannical regimes. Because at some point, that could happen. You could, it'll never happen here. Every other country said that. They always said it'll never happen here. Yep. We'll be okay. That couldn't possibly happen here. Yet now we have a bill before us that will with all intents and purposes, make the second amendment mute. It's done. Yeah. You have to get a license in order to be able have a gun. And you know what will happen after that? What will follow that? They'll just start getting rid of them. Yep. They'll do mandatory buy buybacks. They'll do confiscations. Why? Because they love what Australia did. They love what New Zealand did. They love what other countries did. They want you disarmed. No, they want us protected. They want you disarmed. So that being said, look, we're going to pray this out, guys, because we think that's that's really important to be able to do is to pray this out. And so let's pray, guys. Father, we are in a time, Lord, of the mask has slipped off and the illusions are no longer allowed to be there, Lord. And we thank you for that because Lord, now we can actually see with clear eyes what is going on in this nation. And Father, we as a body get before you on our knees and petition you, Lord, that you would raise your Holy Spirit up in this land, that you would create wildfires of your spirit on, all dude. across this land, Lord. Come on, that we would not walk by sight of the flesh, but we would walk by sight of the spirit, Come Lord, on. that on. our hearts would be yours, that we would follow your will, Lord, that we would be those lights to shine you to all of those who are stumbling in the darkness. Yep. Lord, we thank you for this time because the contrast between the dark and the light is so distinct. And Father, we just pray that you would continue to illuminate us in ever magnifying measure so that we could walk out and shine you and spread your fragrance of life, Lord. That we would show your liberty. Lord, that those who follow the darkness would tremble at the fact that your body is rising up. And Lord, we thank you for the fact that we can be a part of this. Totally, bro. Father, we thank you so much for this time. And we thank you that you are raising up people with courage, Lord. That you are sparking them. That you are raising them up from the dead. You're raising up the dry bones, Lord. To build your army of your people. That we're not here to win a war of flesh and blood, Lord. But we are here to win a war of spiritual battles. And Father, I just pray that you would give us hearts and minds, eyes and ears, and the courage to follow you. 
that every step of faith we take, Lord, that it would be for your name. Totally. And that your will would be done on this earth. Totally. And we thank you, Lord, that you have called us to this position. Thank you, Lord, for all you have done in our lives and all you are doing. And thank you that you walk with us. Yep. We praise your name, Lord. Yep. We, mm -hmm. we, we bless people with hope today. Father, there's no hopelessness in you. And I thank you, God. We're only being shown these things to stand on your behalf, Father. And I thank you for it. I thank you for the courage to do it. I thank you for those that are, are on the fence of what they should do. I thank you, God, they consider, Lord, putting their hand to the plow and not looking back. In Jesus' name, Lord, that they would do that with all their heart, Lord. Whatsoever yes. they find their hand to do, they do it with all their heart. Ephesians says it. Thank you, God, for them. Lord, I thank you for those not saved. We thank you, God, that they come to Jesus Christ in repentance, Lord, that they would repent of their sin and find hope in you, Christ, because it's the only place I can find hope. In Jesus' mighty name, bless your name on high, Father. Bless who you are. And, Father, this ministry will do our best, Father, to lift your name on high. Thank you, God, for the places opening up for us. We thank you, Father, for those listening right now that have helped us open doors, Lord, to schools and to colleges and to those places, Father. We bless them. Yes. Thank you for those who support. We thank you, Father, for those that are watching now, that, Father, they're not just sharing this video to get numbers, Father. They're sharing the video to bring people hope. We thank you for hope in this land again. And that, Father, I don't care what man says. We, we depend on what you say. We thank you for your word to have free course in this country again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So guys, do not forget to share. Do not forget to spread the word. Do not forget to comment, especially on YouTube. Um, and we don't say share just because we want numbers. We say share because we want to get the word out to others. And if you have any questions, you have topics. You, I had somebody message me today or yesterday about the whole Supreme Court thing. We want to cover this type of stuff. So that being said, do not forget to go to 1776truth.store. Also, the self-evidenttruth.com. I can't talk. Uh, be sure to check out our Facebook. Check out our uh, YouTube. Check out our yeah, SoundCloud, dude, our Spotify, iTunes, BitChute, all of it. We love you guys. We love you so much. And we are so thankful you guys are with us. Yeah, thank you for all so you thankful. watching on YouTube and all of you guys watching on Instagram and Facebook and uh, SoundCloud. We get some really cool uh, messages out there. Just again, you guys are so amazing and incredible uh and 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 jb look at that man just these great comments thank you for sharing um guys this is our fifth year and god has done so much for us yeah. in five years what can he do in another 10 i'm telling you i want to see the fruit with my eyes for my kids that's it yeah. i just want to see them grow up in a nation that prospers and that's i want that for your kids too that's why we're doing this so Amen. thank you guys again for everything we will see you guys next week all right love you guys